Welcome to the Daily Win Today App Podcast. My name is Shay Antunes. Our guest today is Ann Cohen. Ann is the president of the Marvis Center, and she founded the firm in 1992 after 13 years of corporate experience in sales, sales management, and training with both the Savin Corporation and Sprint, leading the training and development departments for both organizations. Using her corporate experiences as a base, she created Marvis, which serves clients around the world from small local insurance agencies to Fortune 500 giants. Ann has been coaching insurance agents since 2002, and she's helped agents all over the country improve their agency's production and their processes. She's awesome. You're going to love the conversation we have with her today. We'll also check in with Today App founder Mansoor Hassan in the Founders Corner. Mansoor will go over a couple of uh, different things with the Today App that are upcoming. So thank you all so much for listening today. And here's our interview with Ann Cohen, founder of the Marvis Center. Welcome to our conversation today with Ann Cohen of the Marvis Center. I'm Jay Antunes. Um, Ann, how are you today? I'm doing great. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we're super excited to have you on. Our topic for, the, for today is moving your agency from awesome to outrageous. And I feel like um, after getting to know you a little bit better and just uh, learning more and more about everything that there's not a more fitting uh, title than that. Thank you so much for, for being with us today. Oh, my pleasure. Awesome. Well, and so the, the first things first, how, how did you get your start coaching insurance agents? Okay. So, well, actually, after 9-11, I needed to focus in on what was hot right then and what was not hot. Companies were not sending people to training classes. They were watching their money very closely. But every business that I was working with needed to meet with customers to help promote their products and services. So I had to turn what I call lemons into lemonade. And based on what was happening in the world, so I put together a pilot of, uh, of a workshop um, that I'd been rolling out actually to several of the top accounting firms in the world, making client meetings really work. So I invited my insurance agent as one of the participants for this pilot. She didn't even realize what I did for a living. And she introduced me at that time to an, an agency executive um, that, that was helping to support her agency. He introduced me to his people and it just started snowballing and it was amazing. So really I have been working with insurance agencies and, and companies exclusively now since 2008. I started working with them in 2002. And I just want to say, if I was not doing what I do as a sales coach, I would definitely open up my own insurance agency. It's such a noble profession. And, and I'm really honored to be supporting um, this industry. Uh, that, that, that's fantastic. I, I love that you feel that way about it. And I think sometimes agents need to hear that. So, um, and one, one thing that, that I've heard you say before is hope is not a strategy. What do you mean by that? Okay. Well, um, the strategy certainly in any type of business is not fire, aim, ready. I mean, that doesn't work. You really, you know, you can't wish that you're going to be productive. You can't wish that people are going to call you. You can't, you hope that, you know, the business is going to come in without a plan. So it really is, you got to have a plan. Um, and, and when you have the plan, 
things start falling into place. And that's why I say hope is not a strategy. We have to look at having a strategy based on what our goals are. Interesting. So, so really kind of starting like what your goals need to be and then working your way backwards and building a plan to reach those goals. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Gotcha. So really we're looking for the leading indicators. Piggybacking off of that, why is it important then for, for agents to track activities versus just tracking production? That's something I've heard you say many times before as well. Yeah, I was uh, featured in one of the company's uh, newsletters many years ago, and they called me the guru of growth, which is sounds kind of strange, but I guess I took it as a high compliment. And what I mean by that is you really, the activity that team members do every single day will drive the apps. They'll drive mm-hmm. the activity. And I call it focusing in on the lead indicators, not the lag indicators. So the lag indicators, it's the production. The lead indicators are things like how many families or households did the team members quote in a month? How many families, if you sell life insurance or health insurance, did you quote life insurance to or health insurance to? You know, And so how many referrals did you get every month? So I'm really big on activity management. And when people contact me and they say, look, our production is down, I ask them, what type of tracking system do you use to inspect what's expected from an activity standpoint. Because if you have the activity, then you're going to have the production. You're going to have the apps written. And then, and that what's, that's what makes agencies so successful because they're really focused in on, on a daily, weekly, and monthly basis. How many quotes have my team members done? And then look at what their closing ratios are and they work from there. And so everybody has their little batting averages every single month. And I grew up in an industry that we were tracking our activity and we knew that if we did what we needed to do activity wise, we knew at the end of the month, we were going to make the goals that we needed to make and make the money that we needed to make. Absolutely. That's, that's great. You you mentioned tracking those lead indicators. If our listeners could just roll out one lead indicator to track for a a sales team member for them to really start producing at a better level, what would be that first lead indicator that you would want them to track? That's a great question. And, you know, right now the industry, the world is a little different. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of, a lot of team members are working remotely right now, but even so, the expectation is the you need to quote a minimum of four households or four families a day. Ideally, you're looking at five to six families a day, but minimally quoting four families a day, whether it's from your existing book of business, whether it's from internet leads that you're using, whether it's old quotes that you've done before, referrals that you've gotten either now or before, but four families quoted a day is minimum. They do that. I promise you they're going to have a funnel full for the current month and the next month and the next month, but that's the consistency they need to be looking at. That's great. So four, four quotes a day minimum, but really we want to have five or six. We do, you know, again, um, you know, people aren't walking into offices, you know, agencies right now, you know, people. So it's a little different, but minimally 
always four families quoted a day. Gotcha. Or listeners write that down at least like, hey, let's get four quotes a day per team member. You know, if we, if we can at least get that minimum right now, we can we can keep the funnel going during kind of this odd remote working time. Uh, and may I just may I just add please? one thing though, which which is kind of exciting, is the agency agents could have like mini contests, mm-hmm. you know, for for the families quoted, you know, make it fun, you know, give them recognition, have them send you victories every night on how many families they've quoted, and you know whatever the case may be, because it's so key for the first thing is to get the get the families that they need to quote because then depending on your closing ratio 20% 25% 30% then then you know that you're going to have the sales sales effective that's great um very good well and so you know we're talking about team members a little bit right now and team member activity team member production so what are what are the characteristics that you look for in a in a great potential team member for an agency Wow, you know that's that's interesting. A lot of the companies sell the same products. Um, they, you know, and and offer. And most most insurance companies, you know, have the same types of products and services that they offer. But you've got to really look at the climate and the culture in your organization to depend on what type of traits or characteristics you're looking for from your team members. But there are really seven different. I call it traits that I think are, you know, go across any age, any insurance agency or company. And I'll go over those seven with okay. you. One is being coachable. That's really key. The ability to take feedback and input and get better. That's really important. Number two is the ability to learn, you know, that they have the ability to take certain concepts and systems and approaches and to be able to learn them, embrace them, make them their own and be really effective and productive. So that's, that's the second one. And this is in no special order. Sure. You know, integrity is, and, in, and the third is integrity is really, really important, especially in the insurance industry where, you know, there's a lot of, um, you know, rules and laws to follow. Um, the fourth is customer service sensitivity. One of my agents says when he's looking to hire people, he wants them to have the heart, have a heart, you know, and, and a passion and a belief theme in selling insurance. And I think being sensitive to what's important to the customers and to the people that they're talking to are so key. The fourth trait characteristic is to be self-motivated and self-inspired and have your own personal goals and have pride to do what you need to do every single day. You know, a lot of my clients have had now team members working remotely. So discipline is really important, but being self-motivated to do what you need to do every single day is really key, whether it's in this type of environment right now or a month ago or, or five months from now. And then the sixth one, and this is important too, I think people need to have a sense of humor. <laughs> I think, you know, I think that's so important. You know, senses of humor are key. Um, you know, you got to laugh and sometimes you have to laugh at yourself. Um, I think it's, it's so important that someone doesn't take themselves so seriously and are so intense that they can't laugh a bit because even when I'm doing my training classes, I love it to be lively 
and fun and I want laughter. And I think that's important. And also the sense of humor then trickles to the prospects that they're talking to. I think it's really important for the team members that are talking to customers or the agents to have a little bit of a sense of humor, you know, with them as well. You want people to smile, you want people to laugh and you want to feel good around people that are happy. And, and that's, a big, a big trait for me and people working with me. And, you know, right now, number seven is the ability to work on their own without much direction or support because of what's going on in the universe right now. It's important that, you know, all these other traits fall into place, but that you've got the skills and the talent and the understanding of what you need to do, you know, uh, in your environment right now or in any environment now or down the road. So ability to work on your own without much direction or support is important as well. Wow. And I, I feel like the level of importance of those items has, has kind of been turned upside down here in the last month or so with everyone working remotely. Right. Wow, that's, that's huge. How have you seen over the last like two months working with your clients, with their teams being remote? Well, one of the things that's really important, I just had a conference call with a client this morning and it was a Zoom meeting. You know, the whole dynamic, if you're working in an agency and not on your own, several insurance agents do work on their own, but if you're part of a team, what's beautiful about it is you, you build, you get your energy from the people around you every single day. When something exciting happens to be able to stand up you know, go into somebody's office and said, oh my gosh, I just wrote this policy. I've been working with them forever. So I think, you know, what is really important is that you've got to have that contact with your team members. And I recommend like a Zoom meeting mm -hmm. where they see you, that you have a huddle every morning. And the other thing is to, to keep people connected. And I have, and this is really huge for agent owners, is every night get one, two or three victories every night from everyone that works with them and talk about what they, what they felt worked well today. And the victories don't have to be, you know, an end in a sale, but they tried something and it worked. It doesn't matter. That's huge right now. They need to feel connected to one another, to the agent and feel like what they're doing is being recognized. That's awesome. Something that I've seen at here in the last month or two has been agencies are communicating more now than they ever have. And I'm going to be very curious to see just how that evolves over the course of, uh, over the course as we get back to some sort of semblance of normal, you know, are, are we going to continue to maintain those good communication habits? Uh, right. Yep. Yep. That's important. I, I hope that sticks around for sure. Uh, right. <laughs> and one, one, th one thing we like to ask everyone that's a guest on our show is um, what's one thing that you would recommend our listeners do to help develop themselves? That is a great question. And again, it depends on what role you play in the agency. And if we're talking about the agent owner or the manager, if you want to be the CEO of your agency and you have managers under you, then your role is to develop your manager's skills to be the best type of supervisor for your team members. So I think that's really important. There are great books out there on, on leadership, um, you know, leadership in the one minute manager by Ken Blanchard there, Andrea Zagarmi. I think those are great. You know, that's a great read for people that are there that are helping the agents um, manage other people, especially managing them remotely right now. Um, 
So that's, that's one idea, one thought. Now, if you're a coach in the agency as the owner of the business, then I strongly suggest that any training class that your team members participate in, that you participate in as well. So that you know what they're learning so you could help inspect what's expected and the investment that you made, whether even if it was a free class or they had to pay for the session, is that you know the skills that they're using to help support and further develop your team members. And my attitude is you're really only as strong as your weakest link. And we just have to make sure that everybody understands their product the product knowledge, and that's the responsibility of the agent owners to make sure that there's knowledge of the product, because once there's knowledge, there's more power and people feel more comfortable promoting to other people. So, you know, it really depends on your role in the agency, but those are two suggestions I would have. That's the beautiful thing about the business. Everyone gets to create their own role and, and how they, however they want, want to do that. So that's, that's fantastic. And I appreciate that. Um, so the last thing, and we've gone through several different aspects of your business and how, how you coach agents and team members. How can our listeners contact you to learn more about your services? Well, thanks for asking me. I appreciate that. First of all, go to our website, um, www.themarviscenter.com. Um, M-A-R, V is in Victor, I, S is in Sam, center.com. Um, you can call us at 404-252-4007. You know, like us on Facebook, um, LinkedIn. It's, you know, Facebook, it's the Marva Center. Um, we've got, what's really exciting is that, and you'll see on our website, we have um, lots of virtual training sessions that we're rolling out right now sales classes, um, you know, life insurance classes. I mean, it's really pretty exciting. So we've been, you know, so, some of my voice being a little bit rough right now is I've been on Zoom training meetings like all week and it's really exciting um, to help further develop their people. And, you know, also could email us at info at themarvacenter.com and we'll get back to you as soon as uh, possible. That's fantastic. And I'm looking at the website right now and there's so much information and so many uh, classes coming up. So just check it out, guys. There's a lot of, a lot of good information there. Um, and one more question, just out, out of curiosity, um, how did you come up with the name The Marvel Center? <laughs> that's a great question. Actually, I didn't. I grew up in okay. the copier industry and a guy that worked for me well, actually, I was at Sprint at the time because I ran the training department for Savin and then for Sprint. But I, you know, it was a young man, and and uh, I was trying to figure out what would my name of my company be. What would what would that kind of be cool? And I didn't want something trendy. And he said, "Well, Ann, why don't you use your middle name? It's mm -hmm. very strong and kind of generic." And I said, "Not a bad idea." So I just I started with uh, it was Marvis, and my full name is Ann Marvis <laughs> Cohen. So that's been. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah that is fascinating. Yep. Well, well, good. Well, there you have it, folks. The, the, the origin of the Mar the Marvis Center name as well. Um, well, and thank you so much for joining us today. A lot of awesome information um, for all of our listeners and they can check you out at the marviscenter.com. We'll also include all of your contact information in the show description, but, uh, and thank you so much for joining us today. Well, it's been my pleasure. And welcome back to another Founders Corner segment. My name is Shay Antunes, and our guest today is one of the Today App co-founders, Josh Ellis. Josh, how are you today? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? 
I am doing well. Josh, the question from our from our users that I wanted to ask you today um, that I think you'll bring some really good insight is this. So what makes up a good daily summary report to be shared with your team members? That's a great question, Shay. Uh, that's one of the beautiful things about our system is that every agent runs their office so differently. And the things that are important to them, you know, they can choose what's important to them and to their office. And that's one of the things that I love the most about this program is that, that agents will share with other agents what they're doing. So I've heard a ton of great ideas. For me, it's really about trying to keep it simple. It's one of two categories that everything falls into when I'm trying to help my team members stay accountable to what they're doing. One is I feel like there's two levers we can pull in our offices. One lever is going to be the front door, right, where you know, it's going to be new business coming in. So for my office, that's going to be more of my sales team. So it's going to focus on some really basic things. Uh, and depending on how long the team member has been with you, you may want to start out with more, it being more activity driven. So more things like calls and quotes, how many calls does it take to get a quote? How many quotes to get a sale? Um, and, and kind of reverse engineer those numbers for them. So that way, you know, okay, when someone starts new in my office, they need to do 50 calls a day, outbound sales calls a day to get five household quotes. And then we close around 20% of the households. So if they're, if they're willing to do that work and to do those activities to get to the 50 calls, you know, over a period of time, they should average five quotes, which again, over a period of time is going to give them one household that they sell to. So you can start out basic. Now with my more experienced sales team, I tried to find, you know, really specific levers to help them really take the next step forward. So, so we went more towards, um, you know, I got rid of, there was five or six things that we were tracking, including referrals and pivots, along with kind of the calls, quotes, sales, set appointments, that sort of thing. So I, I kind of pushed those to the side because they know what those basic activities they need to do to get to a more specific activity production goal. And in my office, I gave them a raw new P and C quoted goal every day that my expectation was it was attainable and that they did it every day. Uh, so raw new P and C premium quoted because as agents, I get paid on premium. Apps are great, but ultimately I need them driving new premium into my office. Another great one to put on there is, is life apps quoted. Uh, I always struggled with getting enough life apps for travel. And, and then one year I asked my team, I said, we got to sell eight life apps a month, guys. And it was July and they kind of freaked out on me. And I said, okay, calm down. Here's what I need you to do. I had two salespeople. Can you each quote just two life apps a day? Well, yeah, of course I can do that as a husband and a wife. I said, exactly. Just do that every day. Well, using the law of large numbers there, if I've got two people doing that, that's quoting four life apps a day, about 20 working days in a month, that's 80 life apps quoted an average salesperson is going to close at least 10%. Well, that's eight life apps in a month. And they were blown away. They were shocked after two or three months when we were right on pace with where we needed to be from our life app production because they were simply quoting two people a day. So it was a number that was attainable and it was not, you know, they weren't killing themselves to do it. But when they consistently accomplished that goal, it gave them really good numbers in the end of the month which made their paycheck nice and my travel and paycheck and scorecard and all that nice. I like to focus on the front door with those sort of activities and depending on the, the team member's tenure, it's gonna, it's gonna vary with whether it's a more specific goal or whether they, I need to help them learn and understand that, hey, you've got to get referrals because that's gonna give you a better closing percentage. You know, you've got to pivot to more products. 
so depending on where they're at on the front door. On the service side, I think the, the reports that really matter are going to keep that back door closed. And that's an area that, that my office manager and my office has, has always done a pretty darn good job at. We stay right between 14 and 16% on our, on our auto lap scan. You know, we've been that way for 10 years. And, and part of that is just some of the people I have in my office are incredible people persons. I've tried to take what they do. And then as I've hired more people to kind of work on that back door, the service side of the business, trying to build accountability around those items. So, you know, I now track handwritten thank you notes. I've asked every service team member to send three handwritten thank you notes a day to customers and to send them in the mail. So that that's just some, things that we can do. They're going to add value to our customers. With those handwritten thank you notes, are you using a quick action in the Today app to track that? Yep, that's just a quick action right on right on their dashboard. So it doesn't take awesome. them long at all. They hit that, they put the person's last name, hit complete. So that's that's done right there. That's awesome. Josh, uh, you've given us a lot of really good information for different types of team members. So I really appreciate it and uh, look forward to talking to you again soon. Yeah, it's great questions. Appreciate it, Jay. Awesome. Have a good day. Wow, there were so many great nuggets that Ann provided for us today. I'm going to have to go back and listen again to write some of those down. I really love the seven characteristics of a quality team member. You know, I love that she looks for someone with a good sense of humor. It's so important for us to not take ourselves too seriously all the time. And any team that I've been a part of, and we've been able to laugh and have fun together, has been more productive. So that's fantastic. And I, I really, and thank you for sharing that with us. So you can learn all you can learn all about Ann Cohen and the Marvis Center by visiting www.themarviscenter.com and you can also just check out the show description and we have all of Ann's contact information website phone number email will be in the show description. So that'll do it for today's episode. Um, please send us your questions for next week's Founders Corner segment at thedailywin at todayapp.com. And if you could, please do us a favor and rate and subscribe to our show. We have new episodes dropping every two weeks. And if you subscribe on your on your favorite podcast platform, whether it's Apple, Spotify, Google, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Anchor, um, our show will automatically drop in, on your feed on the release date. And if you subscribe today, you will have our next episode drop in your feed on May 15th with our guest, Ben Mortensen. Ben is a successful multi-line agent in Farmington, New Mexico, and he's an expert, dare I say, a wizard in using data and analytics to run an agency. You will not want to miss our conversation with Ben. So a big thank you again to Ann Cohen of the Marvis Center for joining us and bringing so much knowledge and wisdom. And thank you for listening. Have a winning day.